it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? I made it clear that my intention was to play and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Rodgers going for it all, looking to bring it open. He's got it! Lazard! Gonna go! Touchdown! Rodgers snaps it quick, scrambles to his right, pumps and runs, and Rodgers is inside the pylon! Allen has time. Intercepted! Sauce Gardner's got it, breaking away. Garrett Wilson. Wilson, a big play downfield. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinton Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time for part two of the weekend mailbag. So for that, we bring in our friend who is the editor over at Jet Nation, Mr. Glenn Naughton. Glenn, welcome back. Thank you so much for having me. Always a great time. This I thought was interesting, Glenn. I thought I'd throw it in the mailbag. So this person named Kimmy Monty asks, what's your weirdest celebrity sighting ever? And then she goes on to say that Kevin James was driving by her house and stopped to ask for directions one time. I have no idea if that actually happened, but that's what she's claiming. My personal story here would be I was at a friend's house. This is years ago. And at some point, his mother comes up to me and says that his sister had a friend over and the sister's friend's father had come to pick her up. Would I like to come talk to the father? And so I'm thinking to myself, why would I want to go talk to this girl's father? And then he walked in. And it was Ken O'Brien. I looked at Ken O'Brien and was just awestruck because here's the quarterback of the Jets standing right in front of me. And by the way, he was a very big dude. He had to be 6'4", 6'5". My friend's mother says, is there anything you want to ask Kenny? And I just was sort of frozen and then eventually uttered, so does it hurt when you get sacked all the time? 
And so for people who don't remember, <laughs> Ken O'Brien, not Probably a very the mobile. Most appropriate question you could ask Ken O'Brien. Exactly. For those that don't remember, Ken O'Brien, not exactly the most mobile quarterback. And so I got a laugh out of him. He chuckled and then said, at first it hurts, but then eventually you get used to it. I would imagine he must have gotten <laughs> used to it with all the times that he got sacked. Another one that I'll throw in there is a few years ago, I was in Vegas and I was at a Kevin Hart show. And my brother, who I've talked about before, is a professional poker player. So often he's able to get really awesome seats to events and such, either him or one of his high roller friends. And so we were in the first row at this Kevin Hart show. And I'm sitting there and a couple of guys walk past me to the next seats. And my brother elbows me and says, hey, isn't that Floyd Mayweather? And I looked over and I said, yeah, that is Floyd Mayweather. And he was like two seats away from me. So I just looked over and I yelled, hey, Floyd. And I waved at him and he waved back. Well, right after that, my brother's friend's wife stands up and starts taking pictures of Floyd. She took one picture. The biggest guy I've ever seen in my life walks over and taps her on the shoulder and says, don't do that again. Floyd, by the way, had an entire row of security. And there are people that will say, how could Floyd Mayweather need an entire row of security? He's Floyd Mayweather. He beats people up for a living. You got to remember something. Floyd Mayweather is one of the best professional boxers of all time. There are stupid people that are going to want to try their luck with him because he's a smaller guy. And Floyd obviously is going to win the fight. Unless somebody does something crazy like pulls a weapon or something like that. And even then, Floyd probably wins. But what is the positive outcome here for Floyd? If he beats a dude up, that dude is going to know who he is and then probably press charges, sue him, all of that. Floyd could also hurt himself, maybe hurt his hands in the fight. It's much safer and easier for Floyd to just have a security team take care of that. And then they deal with all the fallout and all of that if something goes down. Because I remember talking to Matt Serra, who, for those that don't know, is a former UFC welterweight champion, one of only two people in the history of the world to beat George St. Pierre in a fight, the other being Matt Hughes. And he told me a situation like that happened once. He was at a traffic stop. Some guy got very belligerent with him because he clearly didn't know who Matt was. And Matt was a smaller guy. I think Matt's about 5'4", 5'5", jack to the gills, but still a smaller guy. And so this guy started being very belligerent with Matt. I think at some point laid his hands on Matt. Matt put him down because obviously Matt is a professional UFC fighter and a damn good one and was going to win the fight, no question about it. First American to get a black belt in Hanso Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, by the way. And so this guy later found out who Matt was, pressed charges, sued him. Matt had to go to court to defend himself. He had to lose a lot of money, not just in legal fees, but also lost a ton of money because he had to skip a UFC fight because he couldn't train for it since he had to prepare for his court case. And so that was a lesson that Matt learned, and it was something that Floyd Mayweather clearly learned many years ago. And when you're at Floyd's level with the amount of money that he has, it's just not worth the headache, just higher security. So those are the two stories that stand out off the top of my head. Meeting Ken O'Brien unexpectedly and having Floyd Mayweather unexpectedly sit a couple of seats away from me at a Kevin Hart show. For me, it would have to be, um, and this was this was cool because it just the, the timing was unreal. This is um, you know late 90s. I'm walking through the airport. I was stationed in Colorado Springs at the time. It's my first Air Force station. And I'm I'm flying home on leave. And this is around the time the Yankees were trying to acquire Chuck Knobloch. And I'm walking through the airport and I see a, a you know Baseball America, which I read religiously. So I grab the Baseball America and you know, and I'm I'm looking for the latest on the trade with, with Knobloch, you know, 
It had been rumored for weeks that the Yankees are trying to get him. And then I go to my gate and I sit down and uh, I'm sitting in the terminal and I hear some conversation behind me, which oh, automatically I think it's kind of weird because it was sort of like uh, or like a little bit louder than like a, a normal conversation. And this is before everybody was so narcissistic and loud everywhere. Um, I could just hear somebody talking behind me. And just out of curiosity, I turn around and look over my shoulder and there's some guy kneeling down talking to George Steinbrenner, who's s- sitting there by himself. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's George Steinbrenner. And I'm at the time, I was, you know, just as much into baseball as I was football back then. I was like, I got to go say hi to Steinbrenner. So I, you know, I, I, I walk over to him and I say, hey, George, um, said I'm a big Yankee fan. I'm from the Bronx, just on my way home on leave and wanted to say hi. And, you know, he's got the trademark turtleneck T-shirt, whatever on. And he's like, oh, you know, thanks for coming over. And I, I said to him, I said, I said, anything new on the Chuck Knobloch situation? And he says, uh, oh, he said, funny you should ask. I'm actually flying back home from Minnesota right now. And uh, and I said, oh, yeah. And this is where I kind of wanted to show him that I, I kept up on this stuff and I've been reading about it. I said, yeah, I know. I heard they want that kid uh, Romero Mendoza and that switch hitting catcher Posada and, and the outfielder Buchanan. And Steinbrenner just kind of nods his head and he goes, oh, he said, oh, he said, you know your stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm a big fan, grew up in the, you know, right field bleachers and all this. And he talked, and then I said to him, I said, I'll let you go. I don't want to take up too much of your time. He's like, no, no. And he talked to me a little bit about his military days, which honestly, I have no recollection what he said. Because the whole time I'm just saying to myself, talking to George Steinbrenner right now. I couldn't believe it was happening and how cool and cordial he was. And then as I'm walking away, he says, he says, he says, Glenn, give me your address and I'm going to have my people send you some stuff. And I thought, no way. You know, know, and I give him, I write down my address and I see him put it in his pocket. I go home on leave to Florida, back to Colorado in a couple of weeks, and sure enough, man, in my mailbox, there's a box with Yankee gear in it and a letter from the Yankee, you know, not George himself, just saying, like, you know, please enjoy these items on behalf of Mr. Steinbrenner, blah, blah, blah. Man, I was over the moon. Like, I was I was so stoked. And then, of course, it's a couple of weeks later, the Knobloch deal happened. Um, but, like, I was so amped. I got home off that flight. I'm calling all my friends in the Bronx who I grew up with. I just met Steinbrenner, just talked about the Knobloch deal. So it was it was that that's a memory I'll never forget, like not just meeting him, but how cool he was, how, you know, how willing he was to sit and talk to me and, and then taking the time to, to take my address to send me some merch. That's awesome. Yeah. The closest I have to that in terms of somebody sending me something is one time I was on vacation somewhere and my father started talking to a guy named Rocco. And somehow it came out that one of Rocco's best friends played in the NFL. He wasn't all that well-known at the time. He was a young guy who was trying to make his way in the league, played for the Indianapolis Colts. His name was Tony Siragusa. We were talking to Rocco for a while, and my father says to Rocco, you know, my son is a huge football and baseball card collector. He's got your friend's card. If we sent it to you, you think you could get him to sign it for you? So he said, yeah, sure. I'm not going to see Tony until the holidays, but if you send it now, which I think this was like around March, I'll be able to get him to sign it at some point. So we sent it. I figured I'd never hear anything because it's one of those things where even if he knows Tony Siracusa, is he going to really remember that many months later? Mm -hmm. So sure enough, not long after Christmas, go to the mailbox. There's a letter. It said, hey, Scott, hope this finds you well. Just so you know, never forgot about you. Saw Tony over Christmas. Here you go, Rocco. And the card said, to Scott, Tony Siragusa. I still have it somewhere. I'm not sure exactly where. I think it was a 1991 Topps card. And I told this story on Twitter right after Tony Siragusa died. That's always what I used to think of when I would see Tony Siragusa. And it was funny because then he later became a really good player. And obviously... 
He ended up on television as a commentator, but won a Super Bowl with the Baltimore Ravens. So I thought it was really cool that even after all those months, Rocco actually sent me that card signed. So Rocco, if you're out there somewhere, I'm sure you're not listening to this. What would be the odds? Thanks again for doing that for me. Really appreciate it. Young Scott Mason really loved getting that card in the mail signed by Tony Siracusa, who at the time I barely knew. I had heard of him only because of Rocco and I had his card, but then he became a household name years later, which is really awesome to see. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Glenn, here's something that I brought up and I want to get your take on. I mentioned how if the Jets got Delvin Cook, who right now it seems like has the most interest from the Jets and the Dolphins, other teams are in the bidding. It appears to me that Cook probably really wants to go to the Dolphins, but he's trying to get the Jets to up the offer so he can put some pressure on the Dolphins. We'll see if that's the case or if he really does end up signing with the Jets. But I mentioned how this would have some parallels to when the Jets got Ladanian Tomlinson in 2010. And it's not a perfect comparison. It never is. There were people that were like, well, Ladanian Tomlinson was 30 at the time and Dalvin Cook is 27. Yeah, I get it. But the point is, a guy who was a once great running back who is now on the decline and you're getting him 
And even though he still might have a solid year left in him, he's not going to be the same player even though you see the big name. And so people will say, Dalvin Cook had 1,100 yards last year. What are you talking about? Yeah, but if you take a deeper look, he was at the bottom of the league in yards above expected. And if you watch the tape, which we have up at youtube.com slash play like a jet, you'll see a player that just didn't have the explosiveness anymore. He basically was a complete product of that really good Vikings offensive line. And so you would expect him to continue to decline if he plays for the Jets or Dolphins either way. Doesn't mean he won't be solid, but just that he's not going to be that elite running back anymore. And so I got a lot of pushback on this about how Dalvin Cook is still really great and LaDainian Tomlinson was awesome for the Jets in 2010. And I think people have this weird memory block when it comes to that LaDainian Tomlinson season. I want to get to the Dalvin Cook comparison in a second. But Glenn, I know you remember this fairly well. What I've told people, and if you go back and look at the numbers, which I'm going to pull up right now, you will see that it is borne out by the statistics here too. LaDainian Tomlinson that year for the Jets in 2010 got off to a really hot start, but then completely fizzled down the stretch of the season he wore out which you would expect from a guy who is 30 years old and not at his best anymore now again Dalvin Cook not 30 years old but still he has gotten a lot of touches over the last few years and as I said is on the decline so here are the numbers from LaDainian Tomlinson throughout that season 11 carries 62 yards 11 carries 76 yards 15 carries 70 yards a touchdown 19 carries 133 yards two touchdowns 20 carries 94 yards 16 carries 55 yards 16 carries 54 yards 15 carries 55 yards 18 for 57 12 for 36 13 for 49 10 for 47 19 for 49 11 for 49 13 for 28 so what you see here is after that game against Minnesota where he had 20 carries for 94 yards 3.4 yards a carry, 3.3 yards a carry, 3.6 yards a carry, 3.1 yards a carry. It just continues downward like that. The only outlier being a game against New England where he had 10 carries for 47 yards. So LaDainian Tomlinson started off looking somewhat like the LaDainian Tomlinson that the Chargers had all those years. He seemed to have fresh legs, but then as time wore on that season you started to see him look older and older. I think you could probably get that with Dalvin Cook. Now, you don't need Dalvin Cook to be the top running back, just the same way that the Jets weren't necessarily planning on Tomlinson being that guy, because you remember, Glenn, the thought was Sean Green was going to step out and be the number one running back after the Jets let Thomas Jones go, and LaDainian Tomlinson was going to be that second running back. He ended up getting more carries than Sean Green that year, but that wasn't the intention at the beginning of the season. You would think that's what the Jets would be doing with Dalvin Cook if they get him. He would be the second guy after Brees Hall. And if he wore out after a few games, it wouldn't be the end of the world because Brees Hall's going to need some time to get back to where he was. And so if Dalvin Cook eats up some of those carries early on, that's fine. Now the question, of course, becomes what do the Jets think of Israel Abanacanda, Michael Carter, and Bam Knight? What this tells me is that they don't think that highly of Michael Carter or Bam Knight if they're chasing Dalvin Cook, and they don't think that Israel Abanacanda as a rookie is ready to take the kind of load that we saw from Brees Hall last year. But that's my thought on Dalvin Cook is that he could potentially be that Ladanian Tomlinson type where he comes in, gives you one last decent year, and then ends up really showing the decline 
after his age 27 season. Again, not a perfect comparison because Tomlinson was a little bit older, but I think it's certainly possible it would play out that way. And as I said, in terms of how Ladanian Tomlinson was that year, yes, you look at the overall stat line, 914 yards and six touchdowns, but remember, most of that production came within the first five weeks of the season. I wouldn't be surprised if Dalvin Cook had a similar trajectory. Yeah, I think if the Jets are happy with Cook, he's he's a more established guy than anyone else they have in that room that can they can, you know, be that number two back, which I believe he would be behind Hall. And you know, you know my feelings on Abanacanda. I love Izzy Abanacanda. I think he has the, the ability to be a big play guy. But if the Jets are looking to add one more piece to this this offense before the season starts, I wouldn't be against Cook. But I think you do want to avoid a situation like Tomlinson where you burn him out. And that was a point I was going to make. You ended up saying it, Scott, was that I think LaDainian Tomlinson's workload was a lot heavier than people anticipated coming into that year. You know, it, I think the expectation was sort of eight to ten carries a game to limit be, because of the, because of how old he was. And really, you know, you look you look at that year, you just ripped off some of the game logs from, from weeks three through nine. He had, a, you know, a six, seven week stretch where he was 15, 20 carries a week. And I think he just burned down and, or burned out. And that's what you would have liked to avoid. And and that's not even mentioning the receptions, right? He's a guy who get you three, four, five catches a game. So you really had a guy who you'd hope would have 10, 12 touches a game. And he ends up getting 15, 20 for a long stretch. And he burned out. And uh, yes, he is the older guy. But Dalvin Cook is another guy who's had a really heavy workload in, in, in recent years. And it did start to show a little bit last season. He had some games last year where he really... And listen, I, I'm not, I didn't watch a ton of uh, Vikings football last year. I won't pretend I did. But he, he had some games where he really was, you know, limited. You know, Green Bay, nine carries for, for 27 yards, three yards a clip. Detroit's defense, I know, was really tough. But he had a he had a game against them, 15 for 23, 22 carries for 42 against New England. But he had some monster games, like against Buffalo, 14 for 119. So he had some great games. His overall numbers were solid. But I don't think he's the same guy he was. So he, he would be an upgrade over what they have in terms of, you know, a little bit further down the depth chart, but he's not a guy that I would expect to come in and play more than a year or two. And that, I think that's a big part of the question. I mean, he still clearly views himself as, as a number one guy. And he obviously Miami's his top choice. They asked him the other day, where's the perfect fit? And he said, Miami. So he wants to go to Miami and be a part of that offense. But how much is he expecting to be paid based on how, how much he thinks he still has left in the tank? That's an excellent question, Glenn. And I think we're going to get a resolution to this pretty soon but again yes 27 as opposed to 30 you saw the decline beginning last year with cook those injuries are adding up the explosiveness isn't quite there like it used to be and so i'm curious to see what the final contract ends up being for him we know that the nfl doesn't really value running backs that way glenn naughton who is the editor over at jetnation.com thanks so much for coming on and answering some mailbag questions with me this weekend really appreciate it for those that want to check out your work over at jet nation and listen to you on jet nation radio how can they check out what you're doing and also how can they follow you on social media yeah check us out jetnation.com most active independent jets message board on the web always tons going on over there uh you can follow me on twitter at jn radio underscore glenn uh, my co-host dylan terriman at d terriman he does the thursday night shows he's uh he's covering them right now with chris schubert of the draft network also check out some of chris's work he does a great job and yeah like i said busiest message board on the web busiest jets message board on the web 
Uh, plenty of activity, plenty of content. Be sure to check us out there. Make sure you check out everything Glenn's doing over at JetNation.com and JetNation Radio. Check out everything we've got going on over at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Some awesome All-22 breakdowns on our channel, so go watch those breakdowns, including one of Dalvin Cook, and judge for yourself whether or not you think Dalvin Cook has lost a bit of a step. It's YouTube.com slash PlayLikeAJet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time. Doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.